0: The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or Visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all.
1: Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. This is episode 231. Amateur Nation is a disgrace. Fans first. Shouts out to Hammer underscore BJJ, Chacabra, Uncle Butter, Kenny Mitoga, Kristen Farina Schroeder, Ricardo Salerno, Dr. Jason Flatworm, Alex Rocco Casciato, Larry Hayes, Dale Burns Sr., Joshua W. Pittman, Anne-Marie Herdman, Lauren Nicole, all on Instagram. And this special one on Instagram, Zenta O'Boy, and his bio reads as follows. Fired over vaccination after a 28-year career in high-tech medical, MRI, CT, X-ray, and particle accelerators. Patriot, veteran, and God-loving American, 28 years. Shameful that he lost his job over the vaccine mandates. But shouts out to all those fans. Speaking of the government, here's your post of the week. I have never believed that additional gun control of federal registration of guns would reduce crime. I am convinced that a criminal who wants a firearm can get one through illegal, untraceable, unregistered sources with or without gun control. That's right. Who said it? President Joe Biden on the Senate floor in 1985. And nothing in his statement has changed. He, however, is full communist. Guns don't kill people. The government does. Some follow-up comments, by the way, in regards to last week's episode, Boycott Woke Companies. I know the pros see it, but do you see it now, amateur nation? Do you see it now? At the start of the pandemic, your current corrupt government wanted all the small bars, restaurants, and other small businesses closed down so that the only thing left were the big chains, the big department stores. The next step is those chains and big stores go all in with this commie crap and trans crap and inclusion crap in an effort to divide and alienate those who oppose their fascism. And so that way, that's all you have left the big stores, the chains, where you have no choice but to buy from them. They want one airline, one car manufacturer, one food source. That's not capitalism. That's monopoly. That's tyranny. And they want everything controlled by electricity. So you are literally controlled in every aspect of your lives by one world communist tyrannical government. Drive woke companies out of business. The people who lose their jobs from those big stores will indeed go back to work at the local mom and pops where they need help and more staff, where money stays local, jobs stay local, and in America, the world survived without Amazon before. We will survive without Amazon and big department stores again. Same with the chain restaurants. Nothing will be lost if we lose all the Chick-fil-A's, the Starbucks, and Olive Gardens. Support small, locally owned businesses whenever and wherever possible. Boycott woke companies. Now, about today's episode title. Amateur Nation is a Disgrace. Well, what is a disgrace? I mean, that term gets carelessly thrown around, but really, what is a disgrace? Well, the Oxford Dictionary, also a disgrace, by the way, for bowing down and redefining terms and falling and bowing down to woke pressure, the Oxford Dictionary defines disgrace as loss of reputation or respect as the result of a dishonorable action or to bring shame or discredit on someone or something. If you think any of the following stories, the three topics, that is, coming up, that uh, any of these stories, these people, these examples of the behavior combined with facts and logic presented before you in this week's episode aren't disgraceful, then something's wrong with you. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Perhaps you had better start from the beginning. Step one. Topic number one. As a comedian, it's my job to be pessimistic and sarcastic and look for the aggravating, the annoying, the time-sucking, the frustrating, and comment on events and people and make jokes about them, all in the name of common sense, perspective, levity, and logic. And while I don't expect the world to be perfect, and in my 56 years on this earth, I have seen people go from, thanks to social media, the internet, invasive technology, and now a very unashamed corrupt government, average everyday selfishness to deceptiveness to mean, excessively violent and hate-filled to flat-out soullessness. That's where the disgrace comes in. And that makes me sad. There's a lot of people in the Amateur Nation. It's a big nation, make no mistake. All your protesters, people screaming and protesting in that nation. It's simply not enough for them to coexist with pro-nation and enjoy the same rights and liberties and privileges that we all have as Americans. No, no. Amateur Nation needs to be seen, acknowledged, given their own private spaces and stuff. And they need you to celebrate them. All of them. Daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, in the form of free stuff, reparations, jobs, and opportunities handed to them because they either choose to be different or simply because they were born fill-in-the-blank, female, gay, fat, a member of a non-white race. Those who demand... That we celebrate anybody. Simply make me aware as to who are the dumbest, biggest drains in society. I'm done celebrating everybody. In fact, I never did it. I'm done entertaining the idea that we have to celebrate anybody a whole month because you prefer to have sex with the same sex. Why yeah, and good for you. I don't have a problem with it. Why do you need a month to celebrate it and call attention to it? Why? Because of all of your repression and because of what? What are gay people suffering from? What is their oppression? Are they not getting jobs? Are they not getting promotions, car loans, boat loans, home loans? What? Because they got some side-eye. Or they don't like the derogatory name or occasional slur from light-hearted joking or, yes, rude, hate-filled other amateurs. Welcome to life, amateurs. No one gets out unharmed, unscathed, untouched. This statement goes for absolutely anyone and everyone who gets called a name for any reason. Race, sex, sexuality, religion, your appearance, politics. You can deal with it on an as-it-happens basis. Weighing whether or not it's worth your time to engage in conflict or ignore it when it happens. But to assume because someone called you a fag or a weirdo or a freak or a fat ass or some kind of racial slur or judged you based on your appearance that the whole world is out to get you. Or doesn't like you and just won't give you a fair chance. And then devote your whole life to insisting that the world, past, present, and future, apologize for everything that happened to you and other people of your type, whatever that may be. The actual specific people who wronged you. And worse, the people who never met you, nor will, who never wronged you. When you or we don't even know what exactly that is. Is fucking ludicrous.
2: Is it just me or am I picking up some negative vibes out there?
1: Remember the Jussie Smollett hate crime hoax? Remember the Bubba Wallace hate crime hoax? Stand back because overrated actress Ellen page needs more attention
2: i want somebody to pay a little attention to me
1: announcing to the world that you're transitioning into a man didn't get it done you tell me if something smells fishy in this story from newsbreak.com your headline elliot page being compared to jussie smollett over alleged transphobic attack smells fishy here's the article Elliot Page, the Juno actor formerly known as Ellen Page, who identifies as a man, isn't getting the reaction he anticipated when describing an alleged transphobic attack. Recently, Elliot described a moment he was allegedly accosted while walking the streets of Los Angeles in 2022. So we're just hearing about this now. But we're hearing about this moment when he was allegedly attacked. The Umbrella Academy star, 36, claimed the man threatened to assault him by screaming, (laughs) I love this, I'm going to fucking gay bash you, fucker. According to Elliot, he ran into a nearby convenience store where employees helped him. Okay, A, That's about as plausible of dialogue as Jussie Smollett's, this is MAGA country crap. It sounds so made up. (laughs) It's like this, like her, I'm not calling him him. The the article might have called him him. No, it's her. It's like her attacker was making up the the threatening dialogue on the fly. I'm going to fucking gay bash you with my hand fists. His assailant is a far cry from, go ahead, make my day. B. And you're a man. Man up, dude. Oh, shit, toxic masculinity. I guess you didn't pay extra for that when you transitioned into an 88-pound man.
2: My dad used to punish me by
1: telling me I was a girl. (laughs) He used to make me wear dresses. The article continues. From the other side of the door, the man allegedly yelled, this is why I need a gun. A Los Angeles Times columnist wrote, quoting Elliot. Don't you love how this hoax combined gay bashing and guns? What, no mention of Trump? Abortion? Racism? Elliot Page said, now when I'm in Los Angeles, I don't feel comfortable like I used to going for walks. Yeah, you and the rest of the Los Angeles population, you dick. By the way, I can call you a dick now since you're a dude, right? drop dropping the C word, I guess. Dick, 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 dick. Sidebar. Target stores have been targeted with bomb threats by suspected LGBTQ activists for removing their pride merchandise. So, who are the fascists again? Think about that. The very people claiming to be oppressed are committing violent felonies to get what exactly? Some ugly, cheap clothing probably made in China designed for sexually unaware children so that they feel better about either their own adult sexuality choices or to groom them as pedophiles. You're calling in a bomb threat because they won't stock clothing just for you. You claim to be a member of the opposite sex, so just go buy their clothing. Your clothing needs to broadcast your beliefs, your journey, your sexuality, This isn't a t-shirt that says, you know, FBI female body inspector. That's a lighthearted joke about one's heterosexuality and fandom of the female figure. This is clothing that disguises a lifestyle and markets it as fun, trendy, without any issues, without problems, without consequences, and worse, something that's only for adults who can be responsible for their own choices. So like I said, soulless. Parents, you better get past this knee-jerk flower child burning man surface thinking that starts and ends with, what's the big deal? Can't we all just love one another? The answer is no. We can respect one another. We can live amongst each other. But I, in pronation, won't have you shit on my cupcake and call it frosting. Not on my watch. Ellen Page, you're an amateur and a disgrace. You make me puke. (laughs) And now this. And now for step two.
0: Topic number two.
1: Remember when the corrupt U.S. government spied on and in many cases harassed, threatened, and or arrested parents for standing up to school boards when they were concerned about what their children were being taught in school? Remember when President Coloring Book hired 87,000 new IRS agents, armed IRS agents, to go after the average everyday law-abiding Americans? Remember when innocent people were caught in the crossfire, often literally during the George Floyd peaceful protests in support of the now-proven, fraudulent, criminally corrupt, and soon bankrupt BLM? I do. I also remember when Brittany Griner, a privileged dude, if there ever was one, who somehow plays for the WNBA, wouldn't stand for the national anthem, and then got released for committing a crime on foreign soil in exchange for the world's most notorious arms dealer, and now is enjoying more attention and a comfortable living playing amongst women. Again. But he's oppressed. Again. Well, Lou, why? I mean, was was he assaulted? Was he slandered or libeled? Was he verbally insulted? Did someone use a racial or sexual slur towards him? No. Get this. Someone asked Brittany Griner a question. From independent.co.uk, shocking video shows right-wing YouTuber harassing Brittany Griner at airport. And I'm going to stop you right there. There is literally nothing remotely shocking about that video. I recently watched a video of a man get eaten by a shark in the middle of the ocean where there was no chance of rescuing this poor guy. That was shocking. The George Floyd riots were shocking. The McCloskeys, remember them? The couple in St. Louis who had to stand guard with guns and defend themselves and their property against an angry mob during said riots. That was shocking. Watching 2,000 mules and seeing our election get stolen. Shocking. Hearing every day more evidence of Joe Biden's execution-worthy acts of treason and nothing happens, that's shocking. Not knowing who's on the Epstein Island client list and not seeing any arrests. Shocking. This video is not shocking. The article says Brittany Griner's team has called out a conservative YouTuber for inappropriate harassment. Is, a, is, is there appropriate harassment? Inappropriate harassment of the professional basketball player at the Dallas airport. The YouTuber, Alex Stein, famously known for calling out politicians, said, I met my favorite WNBA player, Brittany Griner. Video coming soon. He posted on Twitter. Along with his tweet, Mr. Stein posted a picture of himself with Ms. Griner, overlaid with a text saying, Calling out Brittany Griner. In the teaser video, the YouTuber can be seen yelling at Griner saying, Do you still want to boycott America, Brittany? Help! Help! I'm being repressed! She hates America, Mr. Stein shouts. Stein's behavior seemingly prompted the Women's National Basketball Association to release a statement of support for Ms. Griner. Although they've not mentioned Mr. Stein by name, the WNBA wrote, It has come to our attention that this incident was orchestrated by a social media figure and provocateur. His actions were inappropriate and unfortunate. The safety of Brittany Griner and all WNBA players is our top priority. The article continues, As soon as the WNBA statement came out, Mr. Stein posted a tweet writing, The WNBA has already made a statement condemning me before I even posted the video. I'm still waiting for the part where Britney Griner's safety was in question. The article says people following with cameras saying wild remarks is never acceptable. Excessive harassment. Our team nervously huddled in a corner, unsure how to move about. We demand better. Great. Now answer the fucking question, Brittany. Do you still want to boycott America? Brittany Griner. He's an amateur and a disgrace. You following me? You can YouTube at Lou Santini, Facebook at Lou Santini Entertainment, Instagram at Lou.Santini3, Truth Social at Lou Santini3, and every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday on all my social medias. This week in California bullshit on topic number three, next. Racism. Hi pros, Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation, my dry bar comedy special. Amateur Nation is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, Then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement.
0: The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777, or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all.
1: all right now step three topic number three Hit me. it's time for this week in i don't want any of that california bullshit too bad let's start with this audio clip of a congressional hearing with u.s deputy secretary of labor julie sue they're discussing california's economic crisis and the poverty and growth earnings in that state sounds boring right I don't do boring on this show. We call out and call attention to the amateurs, remember? Now, it doesn't take a genius to know when someone is either lying or is stupid when asked a simple question. A question that simply requires a factual answer, not opinion, facts. Listen to this amateur, Julie Sue. Listen to her stutter and stammer and somehow keep her job. Go ahead, play the California sucks clip.
2: I have to know which state has the highest real poverty rate in the country. I don't know that, sir. It actually happens to be California. And do you happen to know, according to a recent report from the U.S. Bureau of Economic Analysis, uh, where California ranks when it came to net earnings growth this last year? I don't know that off the top of my head. California was 50th out of 50. So if our goals are to reduce unemployment, reduce poverty, and to increase wages, is California really the best model, given that it is the absolute worst in the country of the 50 states by all of these measures? Again, Congressman, I, I think that there are lots of measures for um, for for how well an economy is doing. Um, my understanding, and I haven't worked in California now for two years, but is that um, by some measures, including recovery from the pandemic, including um, uh, decrease in poverty over the last few years, you know, recovering since the pandemic, um, that California has uh, has. Okay, I just want to exceeding. reiterate, though, these were the very measures that you yourself cited in your own testimony in your state of California where you led the Labor Department.
1: Go In other California news, more than 17% of U.S. gun murders occur in gun-controlled California. California's just not a... Safe place. Hey, did you hear this? Actor Tyrese Gibson warns Hollywood is, quote, overflowing with satanic pedophiles. California is asshole. What have I been saying? And yet he stays and continues to work with them. Name names. If you knew your boss at your job was a pedophile or your company was overflowing with satanic pedophiles, the average pro-American would either A, quit, or B, speak up, or C, do both. Show business is inherently evil. L.A. County is considering charging drivers to use the freeway to reduce traffic. All right, as someone who lived in Los Angeles for 24 years, and I lived literally in Los Angeles County, what if you live outside the county and you drive into the county? Or you're in the county and you want to drive out out of the county? It's just dumb. Next up, a blinking tax. Let me guess. First comes the pay-to-drive fee, right? And and Californians, of course, they're, they're just a bunch of lemmings over there. They're like, oh, well, this is big. This is good. The money goes back to the environment and our, our, the quality of life, and, and and they they think if they pay to drive, that the air quality will get better, and that somehow that fee that they pay to drive in LA County. Will go to improve their lives somehow, like the crime and the homelessness and the filth will go away. And it, it, they're just delusional people. They just are. Uh, then will come the, well, we'll waive that fee if you buy an electric car. And then comes, sorry, you don't get electricity to charge a car because of what you said about the party. And in Hollywood news, Amy Schumer dropped out of the Barbie movie because the script didn't feel feminist and cool. Not because she's too chubby and is a bad actress. It's all yours, Margot Robbie, who should be playing Barbie. California. All its leaders at every government level. It's Hollywood elite, save for a handful. Most of it's pro athletes. The tech giants. The enablers who turn a blind eye and stay silent while their state crumbles and their children's safety is threatened all those groups in California. A disgrace. All right, let's lighten up some things here. Some nibbles off the a la carte menu. Here we go. Hey, did we stop Asian hate? I think we did because I don't see anything about it on social media. So it must not be trendy anymore. Good for you, pros. I knew you could do it. Oh, speaking of fake racism, the NAACP, you know, the organization that still has a derogatory term for black people in their acronym still, has advised black people to stay away from Florida. Just ask the NAACP chairman, Leon Russell, who still lives in Florida. Go! I was at the drugstore and some of the -the over-the-counter medicine names could use some work. There's a product for people who get boils. First off, Are people still getting boils? Who are you, Job? Anyway, the product, no joke, is called Boil-Ease. What names were rejected? Puss be gone! I can't believe it's not seeping! Not only am I, nor have I ever been, afraid to speak out against amateur nation, I'm seriously enjoying it. I have never been prouder to be an American. Way to go, woke amateurs. You woke up the wrong people. A lot of people complain that customer service has gone downhill, especially since the pandemic shutdowns. I have a very simple solution. Stop hiring young people in jobs that involve them interacting with the public. Most Millennials and Gen Z people are socially retarded. Hire people 30 and up if they have to work around live human beings and interact with the public. Dear Burger King, Can you make one commercial that isn't creepy, weird, or annoying with that new bad flat singing? This new campaign sounds like Arnie from What's Eating Gilbert Grape doing the jingles. Whopper whopper I like whoppers. You can't find me Gilbert! Remember when a foreign communist country gave your college almost a quarter of a billion dollars and then gave that country's officials a tour of your college's cutting-edge tech research? California's UC Berkeley did. I'm sure the people running the college reinvested that money into the college and didn't pocket it. Oh, by the way, once a spy sees stuff, they don't unsee it. They report it. What you're doing is treason. Oh, this just in. Cuba to host Chinese spy base to eavesdrop on America. Beijing to pay several billions to Cuba for the facility. I'm sure Cuba will disperse the money evenly to its loyal, non-oppressed citizens. In the meantime, don't worry about it, America. Biden is on the case. Make no mistake, China is in Canada. It's on the west coast of the US. Now it's in Cuba. China's here. President Biden is an entire administration. All of them are a disgrace to the history of the United States of America. I hate communists. All they do is boss people around. Not so fun fact. The CDC confirms that COVID vaccines increase risk of autoimmune heart disease by only 13,200%. There's a
2: lot of sick people out there.
1: Yeah, thanks to the greed of Big Pharma, China, Bill Gates, Anthony Fauci, and our corrupt CDC, NIH, WHO, the government, and media. Yes. Hey, remember when the Berlin Wall fell? Which side did everyone run to? I'll give you a minute. If you've seen a recent copy of the UK version of Glamour magazine, you'll see a trans man who is pregnant! Oh, wait, that's just a woman who had a double mastectomy. Instant Man! Just add delusion. I used to have a penis. (laughs) No, you didn't! Got your celebrities-who-need-attention scorecards out? Mentally out of alignment and I'm sure oppressed for some reason, singer Demi Lovato, formerly an attractive woman, then later a chubby, butch, non-binary, pseudo-lesbian, has now dropped her they-them pronouns, going back to she-her, because she said they-them was absolutely exhausting.
2: I took too much ecstasy in my
1: 20s, so nothing makes me happy anymore. Yeah, like everyone in Amateur Nation, now you know how we all feel. Time now for three pro things, three things that are done right. Number one. Three weekends ago, my beloved NHRA had an elimination Sunday race day in Epping, New Hampshire, postponed due to rain. Twice and then canceled until they eventually moved the entire finals to the next destination on the schedule, Thunder Valley Raceway in Bristol, Tennessee, where they basically held two national events within three days. They ran the first round of finals from Epping, New Hampshire, in Tennessee on Friday night, then rounded out the competition on Saturday, then held Bristol's finals on the regularly scheduled Sunday. That's a lot of racing that involves playing for keeps, In a short stretch. And the man of the hour was top fuel winner Justin Ashley. The fastest man on the tree scored two event wins in one weekend at the same track. That's got to be a record or at least an anomaly. Oh, and he set the speed record at that track on a day where very few drivers in each class were at their optimum. 336.49 miles an hour. That's a good day at the office. That's pro. And don't forget, God drives top fuel. Number two. Now let's talk about the worst cars on the planet, EVs. Did you know the EV push is a hoax, and what's worse, a criminal hoax? The very making of EVs relies on destroying basic human rights. Exploiting children, destroying the earth, lying about their efficiency, lying about their safety if you're hit by one, squandering our nation's oil and coal, polluting the nation with the blight of charging stations, making America energy dependent completely on electricity, and then don't forget the added bonuses of spying, tracking, and denying Americans the ability to move about freely without worry. At the very least, It's a not-flushed-out, fully-formulated, exit-strategy-solved type tech. The Subcommittee on Economic Growth, Energy Policy, and Regulatory Affairs held a hearing entitled Driving Bad Policy, Examining EPA's Tailpipe Emissions Rules and the Realities of a Rapid Electric Vehicle Transition. Now, subcommittee members discussed with witnesses how the EPA's proposed rules constitute a radical and unrealistic shift in the automotive and transportation industry at the direct expense of, take a guess, American consumers, the U.S. economy, and our national security interests. Now, listen carefully to these two clips of different congresspersons asking simple fact based questions. (laughs) I I know, amateurs, you hate facts, but listen to the answers that Stephen Bradbury, uh, his title is Distinguished Fellow in the Executive Vice President's Office at the Heritage Foundation. Now, lest you think, how do I know he's qualified to answer these questions, Lou? Well, Mr. Bradbury served in the Trump administration as the Senate-confirmed general counsel of the U.S. Department of Transportation from November 2017 until January 2021. As the department's chief legal officer, he oversaw all Department of Transportation's rulemaking and enforcement actions during his time at the Department of Transportation. He also served as the acting deputy secretary of transportation and briefly as the acting secretary of transportation. You know, the job at which Pete, I'm gay, so I'm qualified Buttigieg is failing miserably. Two different drops coming up. Questions were asked. Questions were answered. Facts and truth are easy to remember and talk about. Listen to Mr. Bradbury's responses. Here we go. True or false? President Biden says he wants 50% of new cars to be electric by 2030. True, but I guess now it's 60%. True or false? A typical electric car requires six times the mineral inputs of a con- of a conventional car. Yes. If 50% of the cars were electric vehicles today, is there enough power on the electric grid to charge them
2: all? Absolutely not. No. You said in your written statement, Mr. Bradbury, I want to quote you, if every country in the world achieved its stated EV targets by 2030, the total savings in carbon dioxide emissions would be expected to reduce global temperatures by only 0.0002 degrees Fahrenheit by the year 2100. Given this fact, is it, Unilaterally gutting the U.S. auto market critical mineral supply chain and the grid stability.
1: Is that the solution for addressing the temperature goals? Well, I I don't think so. Okay, now play the second clip.
0: What should we do when we're told to evacuate ahead of hurricanes? I'm in the state of Florida. The electric grid is overloaded and we're stuck in substantial traffic for hours and tens of thousands of people are pouring onto our freeways.
2: I guess you'd have to hitchhike with somebody who has an internal combustion engine car. That's why a lot of consumers are concerned right now, a little skeptical about whether an EV is the right choice for them. They're not sure whether they'll have convenient access to charging. In California, we see some rationing and restrictions on the hours when people can charge. I think that concerns a lot of people. There are a lot of question marks in exactly that area.
1: But, you know, they're so quiet and they're good for the earth. Yeah, you learn nothing, amateurs. But, you know, live your world of delusion, work on your pronouns. Number three. funny how the more evidence comes forth about biden's treasonous dealings the more heat is on trump you know stalin chairman mao hitler they all follow the same playbook silence free speech get the guns kill the economy and arrest political opposition here's lawyer author and host of syndicated radio show the mark levin show as well as life liberty and levin on fox news mark levin with his ever-growing heated mic drop on the absurdity of our corrupt justice system. I'm telling you, he ramps up on this one, and not one thing does he say is incorrect.
2: President Trump is 76 years old. If the Department of Justice gets his way, he will die in federal prison. Just by one of these counts, conspiracy to obstruct justice, which has a 20-year maximum sentence this is a disgusting disgusting uh, mark on american history for the future to come by these bandits in the white house by the democrat party that don't play fair anymore they don't want to just win elections they want to take control of this country they want one party rule and they have used the department of justice and the fbi to get what they want merrick garland is a mob lawyer That's what he is. Jack Reed is a rogue Soviet-style prosecutor. The Presidential Records Act is not a criminal statute and it was never intended to be. The Espionage Act of 1917 was passed under Woodrow Wilson, another corrupt president. Woodrow Wilson used it to go after his adversaries and they imprisoned 2,000 people. So I suppose over there at the Department of Injustice, And this clown prosecutor spent a lot of time at The Hague. They probably figured these laws could be used to try and entrap Trump. All these obstruction issues that they claim, where the former attorney general, Bill Barr, comes up here and bloviates about it. And all the formers coming on talking about obstruction. They have them on obstruction. There'd be no obstruction issue of any kind, not even in anybody's imagination, had they not criminalized this case. This is a document case. A document case where a president of the United States or a former president faces 100 years in federal prison? Is this some kind of a sick joke on the American people? Joe Biden says he never told them what to do. Joe Biden had to sign off on that's becoming a National Archives case to have it go to the Department of Justice. Who does he think he's lying to? The American people? This is a guy that's got documents from the time he was in the U.S. Senate, for God's sakes, in his garage. I don't want to hear from the legal analysts the technicalities about false statements and obstruction. This should never have been a criminal case. Willful retention of documents. Well, what's the unwillful retention of documents mean? They're throwing all these process crimes and all these crimes that grow out of the criminal investigation against Trump, What did he do with the documents? Did he sell them to the enemy? No, that's why we have an espionage act, not the trick of a president. What did he do? Did he burn them all? No, the government has all the documents back. So there is no violation of the Presidential Records Act at this point, but they throw the book at him. They go after his attorneys. They make them testify. They're attorneys under the crime fraud exemption to attorney-client privilege. That means he didn't have due process. His own lawyers were being subjected to interrogations. And they had hundreds of in-person people testifying in front of grand juries. Thousands of collections of documents. For what? For what? And they indict him today? They indict him today in Miami? All of a sudden it's in Miami. All of a sudden we have a Florida grand jury because the moron in Washington figured out that there are venue issues that could lose him his case. This guy, this prosecutor, he lost 8-0 to zero in the U.S. Supreme Court when they overturned the conviction of the former governor of Virginia because this jerk took a statute and expanded it a jury in North Carolina wouldn't convict John Edwards because this jerk took a campaign statute and expanded it. And he's taken this case and he's undermining the country and he's interfering with a presidential election. And let me be clear, as Jared said, the Attorney General of the United States made this final decision. This is not the independent counsel statute. This is a special counsel appointed by the attorney general under a Department of Justice regulation. This attorney general who pretends he's Helen Keller, he made the decision to indict the former president, and they made the decision to interfere in this election. You want to talk about an insurrection? This is an insurrection, and that's exactly what's going on here. Let me go on. Joe Biden is the crookedest crook that's ever been in the Oval Office. Everywhere we look, there's a predicate for a special counsel. They won't appoint a special counsel, even though it's compelled under the law in which they appointed this special counsel. And you're not supposed to appoint a special counsel against your political opponent. You're supposed to appoint one in the case of Biden. Twenty shell corporations. $10 $10 million coming from the Communist Chinese military. Spread out among the family. No businesses to support this. Endless meetings. Endless meetings with with, Biden's, uh, with Hunter Biden's business partners. Bob Alinsky, who ties Joe Biden to the crimes. Mr. Big, Mr. 10%. And what does Biden say? Well, then where's the money? He's asking us, come and catch me if you can. The idea that this man isn't under a criminal investigation and that they criminalized that damn document case to go after Donald Trump is sickening. And I would say this to our fellow Americans, don't be bamboozled by these cable channels and these fools who come on and tell you, well, he's not above the law. Are you kidding me? Democrat attorney general in New York, Democrat prosecutor in Manhattan, Democrat prosecutor in Atlanta. Democrat attorney general in Washington, D.C. What do you mean he's not above the law? There is no law. What's going on here is a disgusting disgrace. It is war on Trump. It is war on the Republican Party. And it is a war on the Republic. The radical left is doing what the radical left does. While they cover up for Biden the way they covered up for Hillary. If Donald Trump is to be charged like this. Hillary Clinton should have been charged with 10,000 counts of obstruction because that's how many emails she destroyed and five counts of destroying cell phones because that's how many cell phones they destroyed. I'm done, and I'm sick of it.
1: Mic drop. Oh, by the way, the American justice system, a disgrace. Catch my Drybar Comedy special, Amateur Nation, drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. If you go to lusantini.com, you'll see all the things to click to get you to all my social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Getter, LinkedIn, and Truth Social. But the one that snags you a free no-amateurs tea is my email, lou at lusantini.com. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Make no mistake, the show is blowing up. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. Please go home
2: before I tell you you're acting like an idiot and make you cry.